Well, the show took a lot of weird turns today. Happens. We talked about the Mandela effect. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about would you eat somebody if you were in a plane crash and had to. And fish sticks. And fish sticks, the equivalent. Uh, anyway, a lot of twists and turns. You just had to listen to the podcast to find it all out. And uh, thank you for putting up with us. Kelly and Wood. Kelly and Wood's big bag of questions. Mm-hmm. We have a long list of questions that have been asked, texted, emailed over the years. I actually got three at the Christmas party. Did you really? Yeah, people right. had questions. I said, cool, I'll just add them to the list. Write them down. All right, and I'll choose a number between 1 and 130. Come on. Uh, we're uh, 117, gonna... thank you oh, oh, we've done a few. Okay, I'm going to do number 63. Ah, that wasn't the one I wanted, but uh, oh, okay. that's fine. My uh, bad. Uh, oh, it's actually kind of dark. You should have just picked it. For the uh, Christmas year, but hey, you know what? The question's the question. Right. If you guys were in a plane crash... Would you guys eat someone else to stay alive? All right, we better get Brian Riley's mic on on this one. <laughs> um, what are you just assuming I'm going to eat both of you? I don't know, man. Out of us three, I would assume you would be the first one to eat somebody. Well, why is that? Because you run fast and loose, yeah. man. Like you, you, you don't have, you know, you're young. You have a lot to live for. You don't try and develop any deep relationships with people here at work. Mm-hmm. You keep, so, you keep everyone at arm's length. So, am I the conversation piece of like who's the serial killer? It's like, oh, it's Brian Riley. No, there no. is no conversation because we just all know. Okay, we just sense. all know it's you. All right, but I'm in a plane crash. Plane crash in the mountains, and would, you know things are looking bleak. Would you eat somebody? Would you eat someone to stay alive? I think you're honestly. I think your caveman brain would take over, and you just would. I don't mm. even think because you would, you would do anything you had to to survive. And you could go, you know, you got water, but you need sustenance. That's especially if you're going to make your way off the mountain. You need protein, right? So I, I think that your, I think that your caveman brain would take over. You wouldn't even have a say in it. Mm-hmm. So I guess my answer is yes. Okay, Brian Riley, no. Ah, you're lying. Get now. the hell out of here. Why would you just die? No, we got water, right? And we're at a mountain? Right. Mm-hmm. You got to go down. You're not going to stay up there. You got to go down. Yeah, but dude, it's not like it's not like in the movies where you get to the bottom of the mountain and there's a nice little mountain town there with a little cafe for you to get some breakfast. Well, how do we know? I will be honest. Because you, you can get lost up there and everything else. I went to the Grand Tetons on a trip years ago. One of the best trips of my life. But yeah. even the guy said, like, hey, we're going to go up on that other side of the mountain. And we were on snowmobiles. Right. And it took us an entire day. To go up this mountain on snowmobiles. So, I mean, it's going to take a... In, I Granted, that's going up versus coming down. It's going to take haven't, a while to come down a mountain. And haven't you ever seen those guys uh, like who go climb Everest? Like, don't they say that if you climb Everest, you just see dead people up there? Well, yeah, because they can't get them out. These right. Sherpas will take you up, though. Right. Yes. But I'm just saying, so it's not like it's not like the mountain's a peak and everywhere you turn is just straight down to the bottom. It doesn't work that way. I just don't think I have that in me. Like, I, like I've well, tried the, to go hunting before, and I... I can't do it. You know what the other thing is? You would have to eat it raw unless you had some way of... You get a fire going. I, there's no trees up that high, though. If you're at the top of the mountain, there's you're, no trees up there's there. There's debris from your plane wreckage. What are you going to... Oh, so you're going to, what, cook it over a burning cushion, seat cushion? Well, yeah. All those toxins? You'd have to eat it raw. You'd have to eat it frozen. We're no. talking about eating people, and then you're talking about toxins from the seat cushion? Yeah. I don't think that's really the concern at that point. It would be. It's already going to taste God knows how bad, and now you're going to put foam around it? Uh, people actually texting in on this one. Keep the text coming in. Tiffany says, absolutely, I would. Got to stay alive. Aaron said, no. Oh, gross, LOL. There's no way I'm eating anyone unless they were mean. Okay. <laughs> unless they were mean. But then, I mean, yeah, I guess then who cares at that point? Mm-hmm. But, but but what about you, Wood? What would you do? Did without, you answer already? No, but without a doubt. 
right. the big boy staying alive. <laughs> we need the world needs laughter. And in fact, can I be a hundred percent honest with you? You wouldn't even wait till someone died. When I get on a plane, I kind of mentally go through. You do an like, what's the hierarchy if things went down? Like, because you know, there's going to be like a leader who would have to make decisions. That's me. Yes. I'm stepping up, and I'm taking the throne. You very much become the alpha male in any situation you're in. And honestly, if there was somebody else who thought they were, I'd organize a coup, and that'd be the first person we eat. <laughs> yeah. Can I can I change my answer? If I don't, if I dislike someone, if someone's so annoying, then I'd consider it. Okay. Consider chomping on their but leg. But if it was us three, I don't think I could do it. Like, I don't think I could make backstraps out of Kelly Jordan. I just don't, I don't think I can do it. <laughs> but this, hey, man, this this meat would be lean, too. This is like, this is all muscle. I absolutely would eat one of you guys if I had to. And, and, I, know which, and I know what you in order. How, and I'm not going to say. <laughs> Probably meat first. I'm, although he's young. He's like veal. Yeah. He's younger. But you're so needy going down the mountain, Kelly. The whole time, Kelly would be like, um, I really liked Brian. I'm like, oh, <laughs> But how would you, how about this? How would you go back to regular life after that? How could you ever go back to a normal life knowing you ate a human being? But you had to do what you had to do. That's true. Uh, other people texting in, Anna, absolutely not. Kayla says, I would, but only if that person was already dead. I wouldn't be able to take another life just to eat. Nico, right, right. Haha, for sure. <laughs> the haha's a little unsettling there. Everyone would be staring, looking at each other, wondering who the next to die is. Like, oh, man, he does have a salty diet. Uh, How first, he's next? <laughs> first time texter right here. Yes, absolutely. Survival at 100%. Yeah. Uh, what's in my throat? Are you getting hungry? Oh, Your mouth starts mouth watering. <laughs> starting to fade here. Back up, you two. Get my knife and fork. So uh, keep the text and calls Hold coming on. here. Young AJ just walked in the room. AJ, what would you do? Would you eat our intern AJ? Would you eat somebody if they died? Uh, if it's a friend, no. If it's a total stranger to survive, yeah. Why? Why? Why the difference? <laughs> well, you kind of feel bad for eating your friend. But what does your friend want to sustain your life? Well, if there is an agreement, you know, written in the sand, you know, on a beach, you know, signed agreement saying I'll eat you if, you know, to survive. I, I, how about this? Would you be upset if a friend ate you to stay alive? I wouldn't. What if you? Well, if you died, if I'm alive and they right, smash me with like, a rock, hey, 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 yeah, that's I mean, a different. If I'm, I'm still using that leg. If I'm on the verge of dying, yeah, but if I'm perfectly healthy, no. Well, no, I'm talking. Okay, you're already dead. <laughs> <laughs> but you're looking down from heaven. No, and, and you see your friend going to town. You know, and a ham hock. On you. If I'm dead, yeah, help yourself. But right. you know, if if I'm alive, please, no. <laughs> All right, we got a couple people sitting on hold. Want to chime in? Hello, what would you do? Would you eat somebody? God, uh, yeah. <laughs> Man, it didn't even take you like a second to figure that one out. I mean, yeah, if it's me or them, yeah. What was that movie back in the 90s? That, Alive. That's what it was. About that soccer team that crashed. It was a true story. That was story. a true story, too. They crashed in the mountain, and then they started running out of food, and they were like, well, we have no other option but to eat each other. And you know I that story was told that, by the victor. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> How long do you think it would take for you to decide to eat somebody? Uh, I'd give it a few days. You can go like a few days without food. Right. So, yeah. Well, Gandhi yeah. went like a couple months. You can go without food. You just can't go without water. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But then your stomach starts growling and you get really hangry and cranky and right. not good. I like how you're willing to kill just because you're hangry. <laughs> you start picturing Joe on a rotisserie. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know. It's either you or them. Exactly. Thank you for the call. All right, what about you? If you had to eat somebody to survive, would you do it? Um, personally, 
I would try to avoid that as best I can. Like, look for some berries, look for some leaves, uh, hunt some fish. I don't know. Hopefully there's a there's some water nearby. Wouldn't you be kind of curious? Wow. <laughs> Hold on a second. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> like, you have to survive, right? Yeah. You're never going to get this opportunity again in your lifetime. Wouldn't Dude. you just be the... <laughs> Wouldn't you just be a tad bit curious? Come on, we're being honest here. Your answer. Take, uh, no. Take, take out I, all the social I, taboos of eating. All right. <laughs> Finish that sentence, sir. All right. I'd like to. What was what he you said? <laughs> so hunting fish. How does that work? Like like spear fishing, I guess. <laughs> I like yours way better. All right. I'm gonna leave. Uh, <laughs> Thanks for the call. Wood. Sometimes in radio, you have to be willing to call an audible mm-hmm. and punt one segment to the next day, and uh, that's what we have to do with the HR files. I didn't expect the big bag of questions to get such a big response today. Me either. And we'd be doing a disservice. We'd be remiss if we didn't address some of these texts that came in. So the question was, if you were in a plane crash on a mountain, would you eat other people? To stay alive. Right. Uh, text ruling in here. Rachel, no, I don't think I could. I don't think I could even stab somebody in self-defense. Rachel, come on oh, now. Oh, man, come on. you got to protect yours. Uh, let's see. Debbie, she says, you guys need to start playing Oregon Trail. <laughs> All right. Played it. Played so, it. I'm guessing that's a vote for yes. Did you eat people in the Oregon Trail? Not in my version. I don't remember that. <laughs> it's like the X-rated version <laughs> or something like that. Uh, how about Michelle? She says, if it was days later and someone died from their wounds, I'd be afraid of getting their infection. Right? That's the other thing I was thinking. How long? But if you're on the top of a mountain, it's freezing, so they'd be frozen, right? Yeah. So I'd, but, I'd assume that the meat would stay good for a while. But boy, you'd have to rah, 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 gnaw on it. Yeah. You know? Carrie uh, texted, what about that person's family? They'd want to be like, hey, can we bury our dead family member? And then you'd have to admit that you ate them. <laughs> yes, That'd you can. Let me, just, let me just hit the toilet real quick and yeah, we can go ahead and bury them on. Don't you. Do- <laughs> not that kind of show. I know we're not that kind of show, but everybody was thinking it. But I believe like if it's up there in the mountains, you can't go get it. Just like the people who die climbing Mount Everest. Right. You, you can't go them. get that body. Yeah. You just have to leave. Like, I think there's even, like, an area where there's, like, a bunch of people that did die as they use as, like, a marker. Like, we've made it up to this person right. and this person, and that's oh how they kind of... Why would anybody do that uh, voluntarily? No, thanks. Uh, other people says, no, I don't even eat chicken on a bone. <laughs> <laughs> but, see, people are people are thinking is they're thinking with full bellies right now. you got to think. Your, your odds of survival are decreasing by the second. It's a mentality. Yeah. I I bet you you would would just almost like, uh, it's like people who go through severe trauma that you just kind of separate yourself from it. Almost like have an out-of-body experience. Maybe. uh, Cindy texting it. If I eat my friend, it means I want to stay alive in order to provide for their family. I'd be forever in debt. Oh, yeah. You'd have to, you'd definitely have to adopt their children and everything else. Oh, yeah. You got to pay it ahead on that one. Uh, Other ones. uh, How about this one? Courtney, she said, uh, yeah, have you guys ever seen the movie Alive? This is is what they did in that movie. So you, you, you got to be it to it. Uh, uh, other ones, no way I could absolutely do that. So a lot of these ones keep coming in here. All right. Well, okay, let's see. Uh, we got someone sitting on hold. Hello. Hey, you guys realize that only a certain percentage of the human body can be eaten, right? Well, how do you know that? Um, I got friends that used to be in a war and they, you know, um, researched it and stuff. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Wow. Odd. That seems like a wild tale you got there. Well, how much is the percentage? 
Oh, I'd have to look it up, but I know, like, you can't just eat any, it's not like eating a deer or a rabbit or anything. You can only eat a certain amount because the uh, toxicity from, like, the stomach and stuff okay. would not be able to be eaten. And some of the, like, veins and stuff, I think, from the blood. Well, wait a second, though. Like, I could eat a bicep or a, you know, <laughs> a thigh or breast. <laughs> Right. I mean, just... up, I know there's a certain percentage of the human body that can't be eaten. Like, why couldn't I eat the heart? Hey, all right, that's that's no, black magic now. I, I, no, I'm just saying, like, what? Because it's all like, just think of your as, as a human as a cow, right? <laughs> Please, no. Like, like a nice brisket or a pork show. So, getting back to our caller here, would your answer be yes or no? Uh, probably not, because I don't remember which parts of the body can't be eaten. Well, how about this, though? If you're crashed on a mountain and you eat somebody and it's toxic and you die, boom, the struggle's done. You're over. <laughs> the struggle. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm saying, like, you don't have to worry about it anymore. Now you've eaten somebody, they killed you, and you, now you're getting eaten. The circle of life. I mean, if you want to go out that way, that's all up to you. <laughs> I tell you what, to be fair, though, if you saw somebody eat somebody else and then they dropped over dead, yeah. I'm probably getting out of line. Yeah. <laughs> off the buffet, you know what I mean? <laughs> Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. Now, you maybe will say you find this not interesting, but I really think that you're going to be lying about this one. Scientists have confirmed that in a lab, they have created nuclear fusion. Now, nuclear fusion is the way that the sun produces its energy, right? Okay. And they say that, maybe not now, but 30 years from now, this may be how we power the entire globe, by using the same nuclear fusion that happens on the sun to power our homes. Now, the numbers behind this are insane. One hydrogen atom underwent fusion, releasing 1.3 megajoules of energy for 100 trillionths of a second. So pretty quick. Mm-hmm. But it's, they still accomplished it. Now, that is, which is which is 10 quadrillion watts of power. So they're saying one hydrogen atom could power a house, could power a home for like 300 years. Like you wouldn't need anything else but one hydrogen atom to power your home forever. Mm. For the rest of your life. Now, there's and it doesn't release any toxic chemicals. There's no waste. There's no pollution. There's no nothing. How do you capture it, though? Well, that's what they're trying to do. They said that they're okay. even having a hard time recreating what they accomplished already. But they accomplished it, which brings them that much closer to, to us having unlimited amounts of energy, clean energy, uh, what do they call it? Renewable? Renewable energy. And they figured out how to do it. They haven't figured out how to do it again, but they accomplished it once. This one is actually amazing to me. This isn't like a silly one or anything else. This is like, wow. Can I be real with you? Please. That hydrogen, whatever, Bogues, Higson, or whatever it is. Right. The God particle, they call it. I don't like us screwing around with that stuff. I don't either. We just talked about this with the Mandela effect. I I don't like it because I get it like, oh, yeah, well, we can get all this energy and everything. But who the hell else knows? Right. What you are going to like? There's a movie coming out next year. Like the trailer of it just dropped like this weekend. The Oppenheimer about oh. the guy who invented the nuke. Oh yeah. And like it shows like even in the trailer like the weight of like what he was like. Look, I don't know if we can trust mankind with this. Right. And here we are screwing around with stuff that can literally give us the power of the sun. I, I don't know, man. Like to me, 
I, I think there's a limit of what we should be doing in all this. Not to get philosophical or no, deep. Why, why can't we, though? Why, do, why does maybe it's just me always have to be so stupid that it makes me look like an idiot all That's the time? That's what you've brought to the table. You brought a good one today. You brought a hot one today. I, I think it's like, I think it's a sweet idea. I really do. I thought, But the thing is, I remember hearing Neil deGrasse DeGrasse Tyson say it. He's like, if you don't make money from it, they're probably not going to do it. Right. Well, Which 100%. is why they're not using the ocean water to use as, to figure out a way to recycle it for us to use. Right. Because you can't make money on yeah, it. Yeah, it's cheaper to import it. Well, and you know that that large Hedron Collider, CERN or whatever it is, like they're, they're worried about that thing making a black hole. Right, they're, they're that's what I'm that saying. They'll smash two atoms together. It'll be a become a black hole, and poof, we're gone. Like it makes antimatter or whatever. Right, like why are we doing that? And and to, to me, I just don't see enough of an upside with doing this. To God knows what we create, because you know whatever's created there, someone will use it for bad things, for evil. Right, and unfortunately, that's just the world we live. I just. I, I, we're not smart enough to be monkeying with this stuff but yet. Just the fact that they were able to get 10 quadrillion watts of power out of one hydrogen atom is just... Just think about that. You could power your car forever. You could... We're going to figure this thing out. Our kids are going to live in such a different world than we do. Because, like, that stuff, like that, that that big big hose on or whatever, that's in, like, Switzerland, right? Yep. Good. Yeah. So but, when that thing well, eats dude, if itself... It, if it creates a black hole, we're all... Well, we're hosed. Kiss your sweet tuchus goodbye. But, I mean, if they accidentally, like, actually let that go and it gives it, like, the power of the sun for a full second or whatever, it's right. just going to blow, like, Europe off the map. Who knows? Who knows what a small particle of the sun would do to the Earth? See, to me... I. It, we don't need it. Let's I, fix the problems we got going on here on Earth. Hey, look, I've said that technology should have stopped in 2009. We had the iPhone. We were good. I'm very happy I'm not that smart. Yeah. I'm, I'm just going to say that. I'm so happy I'm but not that smart. It is pretty heavy. Here's the good news. If they do create a black hole, we'll be gone before we even know it. But here's another thing. What are they doing that they're not telling us about? Oh, cloning humans, all kinds of stuff. That's the stuff that should keep you up at night. Right. Oh, it does. Trust me. It does. You? I absolutely believe that. Me? I sleep like a baby. <laughs> well, maybe you didn't find this one interesting, or maybe you're like, why are they being so serious? I, I just, I really did find it super interesting today. If you didn't, I apologize. Trust me, another dumb one is right around the corner. Oh, yeah. Every single day. But I like to do this, and I like to think sometimes. <laughs> and if it's only me, then fine. I'll look you right in the face and say, <laughs> maybe it's that big. Kelly and Woods, small town salute. We want to say good morning to everybody listening in Buckman, Minnesota, population 307. City was named after Clarence B. Buckman, an early settler and a member of the House of Representatives. And a big night at O'Brien's Pub this Friday night when they're doing a meat raffle. Oh, that's why Buckman, Minnesota, you get today's small town salute. That was your small town salute with Kelly and Wood in the morning. Kelly and Wood. We are playing Win the Interns Yelp Lunch with young AJ. We got Sievert on the phone with us right now. Uh, Sievert, are you ready to try and take the food right out of young AJ's mouth? Yes, I am. All right, so I played our intern AJ some uh, clips of Christmas songs, and I bleeped out the end of it. You just have to guess, will he be able to figure out the lyrics to the song, okay? Okay, let's go. All right, first one I did for him was this one right here. The treetops glisten. Will he be able to finish the lyrics to that one right there? No. You don't think so? You gotta nope. get best two out of three, Seaver. Let's see how AJ did. Where the tree. Oh, that's the wrong clip. Here we go. 
All right, AJ, first one today in the uh, name the Christmas, or finish the Christmas lyric. Where the treetops glisten. And children listen to hear the sleigh bells in the snow. Dang, I was, I was robotic almost. <laughs> Are you even enjoying this, AJ? It's a soul. <laughs> he got it, Sievert. That's one for him. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you're still in this, though. You just got to get two out of three, okay? Yep. All right, next one I played for young AJ was this one right here. Up on the housetop, reindeer paws. Out jumps good old Santa Claus. Will he be able to finish the lyrics to that one? Yes. Uh, can you turn your radio down, Sievert? All right. <laughs> we'll wait. Okay. All right, you think he'll get that one? Yes. All right, let's see. All right, this one's going to be a little bit more of a challenge. Here's here's the next one. Up on the housetop, reindeer paws. Out jumps good old Santa Claus. Down, down through the chimney with lost of toys. All for the little one's Christmas joys. Dang, man. He got it. Up on the housetop, reindeer paws. Out jumps good old Santa Claus. Down through the chimney with lots of toys. All for the little one's Christmas joys. Get that right. I, know, I love Christmas songs. There's no way I'd have gotten that. I have a whole new respect for young AJ. Thank you. <laughs> All right, Siebert, you got to get this last one, okay? All right. In order to keep your head in the game, I played him this one right here. Will he be able to finish those lyrics? No. You don't think so? Oh. Let's see. All right, AJ, last one. Okay. Can he make it a clean sweep? Here we go. Uh, Uh-oh. She saw me creep to have a peek. Ooh. What? That's, that's, <laughs> why are you making it weird? Yeah. It's right before Christmas. Don't make it weird. Uh, no, you you had some of the right words, but not. He used the same words, but it sounded dirty on yeah. you. <laughs> the inflection. You got it, Sievert. He did not get that one. Great. When I was a kid, I always thought that was a song. And I don't want to say too much here. But but I always thought that was a song about like a mom cheating on their dad with Santa Claus. Well, you know. Isn't that what it sounded like, though? Seems like it. Yeah. But now I'm a little bit older. I know the truth. But, Sievert, you got it today. You won AJ's lunch. All right. Making you feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood. All right, Wood will now give us a story with some trashy elements to it. We'll give it a trashy score and put it up on the trashy scale in the trash flash. We're headed to Florida. Texas, my friend. Southwestern trash. And we're headed to the Miracle Car Wash. That's where authorities got the uh, report that, hey, there was a car accident with a Toyota Highlander. And the car just drove off. Well, what happened here is we had a customer who brought their car in to the Miracle Car Wash to get washed. 
That's when 20-year-old Paula Valentina Rincon jumped in behind the wheel. And instead of giving it the old tire shine wash, she instead took it to a nearby gas station to get smoked. <laughs> well, as you can imagine, the person they're probably sitting there is like, man, that looks kind of like my car, but hey, that can't be true. <laughs> Miracle car wash is taking care of it. Well, wouldn't you know it, a short time later, Rincon crashed the vehicle, but then drove off. When she pulled back into the Miracle car wash, people were probably, hey, what's going on here? <laughs> Well, sure enough, she got out. The problem is she doesn't speak English very well. She is from Colombia, and someone started to doing a little bit of the uh, translating, if you will. Uh-huh. That's when authorities pulled up, and the car owner walked over. Authorities said, hey, this car was just in a car accident. The car, I was just over here waiting for my car to get washed. Well, they come to find out that the 20-year-old Valentina did not have a driver's license. Kind of an odd job to have, not having a driver's license. But she also stunk of alcohol and had a hard time standing up. Good grief, man. I guess things are a little different there than here. Well, she, yes, decided that, yeah, I was going to run over to the gas station, get a couple smokes, come back, and then finish washing the car. (laughs) But in that time, she hit something. What? They don't know. It sounds like she hit a wall outside of the gas station. Now, the owner of the car is like, hey, this this, this wasn't me. Yeah. I, I don't want to get a ticket for this. Well, no, sure enough, it was Valentina. She was booked on a DUI, leaving the scene of an accident and driving without a license. I'll say, how does that work? Someone steals your car. Well, I guess they steal your car and get in an accident. Mm-hmm. That's not your fault, right? I'd imagine. Wouldn't that be funny if she was smoking in the car? Got out with the smoke leaning out. Just one. Like, wow, my car reeks. Hey, we got light. <laughs> All right, let's give this one a score, shall we? Mm-hmm. Uh, stealing someone's car from a car wash you work at is trashy. Yeah. I'm going to give that 175 points right out the gate. Getting in an accident with said car, that's trashy. Mm-hmm. 150 points trashy on that one right there. Uh, returning stinking of alcohol is trashy. Yeah. Going to work drunk, I guess. That's where we would kind of start. Oh, yeah. All right, so we'll get, I'm going to give that one 200 points. Mm-hmm. And let's see, what do we have? Uh, crashing someone's car. Okay, she was arrested. That's 75. Mm-hmm. How about stealing a car to get cigarettes? Seems trash. <laughs> it seems a little trashy. Mm-hmm. 150 points on that. I already gave her 75 for being arrested, I believe. Didn't have a license? Didn't driving with Stealing a car without a driver's license. Mm-hmm. Trashy. Yeah. 125 points trashy right there. Uh, is that all we got on this one? I think that's it. It's a good story, though. I think we got a decent score. I think it's very fitting of this story. Are you ready? Come on. Today, our no-license-having smoking lady earns herself a whopping respectable 850 points. Trash. Kelly and Wood. Welcome to the bonus track, our first break from 540 in the morning. Uh, we talk about my wife planning a vacation that... I'm less than excited about it. <laughs> well, when you start off with arts and crafts, it's a tough sell from there. It really starts off with you playing a god-awful Willie Nelson oh, did song. You, is that going on the podcast? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I thought we cut that out. No. That was trash. And then we uh, hear about Wood and his love of fish sticks. Wow. Renew, renewed love, love of fish sticks. Yes. You You'll figure it out right now. This is our bonus track. It's our first break from 540 in the morning. Kelly and Wood. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that was a new version of that song, wasn't it? What the hell is that? Well, I needed to buy us some time, so I was like, I'll play some Christmas music. Who was that? Was that your uncle? That was Willie Nelson. Who was that? That was Willie Nelson. 
Now he's getting old. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't have quite the pipes that he used to. What the <laughs> hell? Did I ever tell you about when I met Willie Nelson? Because he lived, you know, right outside of Austin. Yeah. And he was at our, what we call a AAA station, which is kind of like adult album alternative. And I got a chance to, now this is before every phone had a camera on it. Like, that's how long ago this was. So there's a picture of me with Willie somewhere, but I've never seen such a wrinkly face in my entire life. Yeah. Wow. That, that guy looked every second. He looked like, his face looked like a road map. I could not believe how wrinkly that man was. And this was 15 years ago, 20 years ago. No offense to Willie. <laughs> that song sucked. It did. That song did suck. I apologize, Wood. Ooh. My bad. <laughs> Look, I, I didn't have time to preview it. I just mm. knew we needed a couple of minutes, and I was like, all right, I'll just throw in a Christmas song real quick. Craig just texted, thank you, Wood. Yeah, <laughs> I got everybody's back on I'm that. Not, I am not standing my ground on this one. That was a terrible... <laughs> I love Christmas music, but that one, ouch. Just, Craig, you're right. I'm not even going to argue with you, man. That was trash. Just play James Brown and let's go. <laughs> Golf clap. Golf clap. Thank you. I had to do something after that, Willie Nelson. <laughs> and I like Willie Nelson, too. Right. Yeah, I agreed. But that was, uh, oof. Now, must- did you partake with Willie? In the old ganja? Yes. No, but people on that radio station did. Because I was on the hip hop station. Mm-hmm. So I didn't I really shouldn't even have been bothering him. You're not supposed to you know, you're not supposed to bother people of that caliber when they come into a radio station. But I was like, this this may be my one and only shot. I actually went to Willie Nelson's ranch down in Texas. Did he know about it? Or did you like sneak out no. in the middle of the night? <laughs> Where's Willie? No, He's I, that idiot from the radio station. Through some odd coincidence, I met his nephew. I don't even remember how this happened, dude. This was so long. This had to be 18, 19 years ago. I met his nephew, and he was like, yeah, my uncle's Willie Nelson. And so we went out to his ranch, which is like a full movie set with a recording studio. It's wild, dude. Huh. I, wish I, I wish I had a better memory, but I drank all these memories away. Right. <laughs> you know, because I'd probably have a pretty cool life if I could remember 97% of it. <laughs> I may be- Maybe not. <laughs> or I get bummed out because I'm like, man, I was at Willie Nelson's ranch one time. Knowing you, that is exactly how it would go. So maybe that's maybe that's why the good Lord gave me a drinking problem, so I could drink my memories away. Aaron just texted in and says, Willie cannot sing Christmas music. I'm not going to lie. I changed the station halfway through the song for a bit. <laughs> Aaron, I'm sorry. Craig, Thank you for I'm coming sorry. back, Aaron. Kyle, Craig, Aaron. But notice it's only guys complaining. That's true. Maybe the ladies are Maybe the ladies it. are like, ooh, this is a good one. Or maybe the ladies are like, you know what? No. Can't do it today. This Just is a the radio hot station. track, Kelly. Thank you. Deleted the phone number out of their phone. Like, no. <laughs> it's over. I can't do that again. <laughs> I'm going to see what old Bob Hughes is doing on KNSI. <laughs> hey, everybody. Northwestern Lace. Um, anyway, so here we are, ready mm-hmm. to do it this morning. Obviously, this is kind of a funky week because, you know, Christmas is coming up this weekend. Right. You know, normally we go to Texas. Um, over the holidays to see all my wife's family, right? But this year, like, you know that it was a mess down there. Like, right. my wife's parents had to sell their house, found out that they were upside down. It was it was a hot mess. So we have nowhere to stay right now if we were to go down there. No, Mr. K. We could go stay in Houston, but my wife doesn't want to stay in Houston because her aunt and I, well, we like to uh, partake. Play horns? <laughs> yes. We get out the big old sombrero. And do a Mexican hat dance. No, I uh, we we drink a lot when we get oh, together. Okay. I, you you met her Tia Biki, right? Yes, and that's Uncle Beto who speaks no English. Uncle Beto, who yes. is here from Honduras, who mm-hmm. literally walked here from Honduras. Um, but we like to get together and have drinks. So my wife doesn't want to stay there, so we have nowhere to stay in Texas. No. So she's like, we're going to scratch that trip this year. But so staying I thought, home. Well, that's what I thought. I thought, cool. Daddy's going to save a little money after this expensive holiday. Nope. She was like, we're going to do. 
kind of a staycation where we're going to stay in Minnesota, but we're going to go to Craigan's Resort. You know Craigan's Resort up there on Gull Lake? No. It's maybe like an hour and a half north of here. Maybe not quite an hour and a half. Anyway, it's it's on the lake. and But it's like now, instead of going to nice warm Texas and getting a break from this ridiculously cold weather, uh-huh. we're literally going to do like skating and bobsledding and all these outdoor freezing cold things. Now... I don't know bobsledding. I was about to say, come again, sir. I just, I just threw that in there. <laughs> You're gonna be pushing the family down the old luge. But there was, but there's all these like outdoor freezing cold activities that we're gonna do now, and I'm like, okay, I don't want to do this. Yeah, that's now. It looks, honest to God, it looks absolutely beautiful. Maybe somebody listening has gone to Craigans over the winter months before. Yeah, because it looks like they, you know, Gall Lake is a gigantic lake, and it looks like they clear a huge ice skating rink, which my family likes to do. My wife is a teaches figure skating, right? So she loves to do that. Hey, enough Photoshop, anything can look fun. <laughs> I've been tricked into that before. That's true, but I'm just like, oh, man, so you mean not only do I not get to go to Texas this year and warm up for a week, mm-hmm. I got to go further north and freeze. She's like, well, they do arts and crafts, and then oh, there's like a... <laughs> no! <laughs> She's like, and then they do like, this sounds cool, they do like a poolside movie. So that like an indoor pool, obviously. I was about to say. <laughs> it's my, so I'm going to go there, and I don't know. I was just like, look, can we just do three nights, though? Like, I don't want to go there for a whole week. Like, this sounds, honestly, I'd rather just stay home. I mean, I'm sure it could be magical and, you know, just one of those great escapes and all that. But, it, no, it, when, when literally, like, your second se- sentence starts out with arts and crafts, <laughs> You just like my wife knows like there's a there's like events and things that like maybe she'll want to do. Right. That if she brings me along, I will make everyone within a listening distance so miserable that just leaving me at home is better. See, I don't want to do that cuz I want my kids to enjoy it. So I'm not going to ruin their time by being grumpy old dad. I'll ruin their time. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. That's part of being a kid. Is your dad ruining things that he didn't want to do? <laughs> like, gotta, come on. You got to walk on pins and needles at all times. Right. I can't tell you how many times my we went to do stuff as a family that I knew my dad didn't want to do. <laughs> and let me tell you, nobody was having fun unless and like about halfway through, my dad would always change it up because, like, my dad could, you know, complain about things. Yeah. But the second we started doing it, boom, you caught one up the back of the head. He's like, shut up. Stop Stay being unhappy. Dis- Stop being disrespectful. Yeah, as he's just burning another camel. I'm like, well, wait a second. Can I get a, can I get a puff? No. This is dad's shame. I, I was just like, oh, man. So I'll, I'll go there and I'll grin and bear it. And it is something different, you know, yeah. that we don't normally do. But the thing is, too, is like I was my wife was like, "Ooh, they have a swim up bar at the pool. I'm like, well, that's cool. And she's like, well, you're not going to spend all your time there. Well, then what, I was like, what then, are you doing? Why, then don't tell me about right. it then. Because now I'm going to be finding ways to sneak over to it. Do you want this horse to flood you? You know, <laughs> why give this horse an open range if you don't want me to run? Ever since my wife went through her stuff, all her cancer stuff, and she doesn't drink now, now all of a sudden I'm supposed to not to. That's tough. And I'm just like, I like, and I'm not, I don't, I'm not like I was. Right. You know, I used to go ham. But you a, still like to have a little boppy boot when you want. If I'm in a safe environment where I know I'm not going to have to drive or anything like that, why not loosen up the lug nuts and let the wheels fall off? Why not? You're not driving a car. Right. And, and if anything, I am way more fun to be around after a couple of pops. Without you know? a doubt. You know, that that's why everyone likes drunk Kelly. Yeah. They look forward to it. When's Kelly going to turn up? When we see it at Weed Fest, all of a sudden right. he come out dancing like, oh, he's <laughs> He's got the spirit. he got the Holy Ghost. He's here, everybody. <laughs> 
So I just told my wife, I was like, hey, how about this? We go do this thing that I'm not really that excited about, and you just get off my case. There you go. If dad wants to have a glass of wine at 1130 in the morning, then dad wants to do that. Hey. And it's going to make me a much more enjoyable person to be around. You know what they call that in Italy? What? Lunch. Oh. Aren't they cultured? You done said it now. Aren't they, aren't they uh, a cultured people? And if anybody should appreciate another culture, it's my wife. Right. I mean, after all, right. she's bringing it with. How about a little siesta? Or a fiesta? They, their people made falling asleep in the middle of the day. <laughs> not watch, only a watch yourself, not watch. only a norm, but dang near a respected thing. You, well, you have to take a siesta when it's 175 degrees outside and right. you're working on a roof or out in the lo- whatever. You got to take a little siesta. Or if you're drunk at one o'clock in the afternoon, you got to take a nap. Talking about my wife's family. Now. <laughs> hey, and oh, now? I was, well, I was talking about you, but oh. You know. Well, I am my wife's family. Yeah, so there. <laughs> I fit right in. Exactly. You have taken their culture and made it your own. I even told my wife, though, because, you know, plane tickets, obviously, were super expensive. I was like, look, let's just drive to Texas. I just want to go to Texas. I don't mind. I don't mind. It's an 18-hour drive. doesn't bother me at all. But she's like, no, I don't want to this year. I'm like, God dang it. See, we're staying here, too. You know, we, we usually go to Vegas to see my parents, but my mom... Just got out of the hospital. Finally, she'd been in there for four months. You know, she's getting back home. And I'm like, look, the last thing everybody needs is a dose of my kids running around. Right. <laughs> Speaking of my kids, they're going to be live in studio well, Friday. How was your evening last night, man? Can I tell you something? I'm listening. I'm all ears. Last night, I made my children something. And I need to bring it to the forefront. To eat or like arts and crafts? No. <laughs> to, to eat. Okay. Sustenance to keep them alive. At what age do you stop eating fish sticks? Never. No, 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 no. Dude, you I enjoy that. I enjoy a good fish stick now. Right. I, like, look, I, I, I'm telling you, it's one of the most underrated foods there is. Yeah. Now, I don't know what part of the fish I'm eating. I don't even know if I'm eating fish. All parts. Be quite honest with you, don't quite care as long as I got enough tartar sauce. Right. That but can hide. That can hide anything. At some point in time, you age out. I had a fish stick last night for the first time. In God knows when. Like, I don't know at what age I went from the fish stick to those, like, big triangle, frozen... The fish patty, yeah, well, you know if what you I'm will. Talking about. Yeah, like, I know exactly what you're... Everybody knows what you're talking about. And, you know, it's got little Gordon Fisherman on it or yeah. whatever. And I was like, fine. I don't know what age I transitioned from one to the other, but yesterday, I, I had a fish stick, and I thought to myself... Hot dang. <laughs> I'm back, baby. Where have you been my entire life? <laughs> and I, I'm t- so I like, I want to ask. I, I know we've already had people texting in and things like this this morning. Are there other out- adults out there that eat fish sticks on a regular basis? Oh, I don't know, but I don't know if you should be doing it on a regular basis. But you know what I'm saying? You, we've all, I, isn't that like cod or something like that? Like, it's not, it's like cod's a, a fish. No, I know, I know it's a fish, but yeah. I'm saying, like, isn't it a I'm fish? I'm not eating orangutan or something. <laughs> Let me finish, please. Isn't it a fish that they like? It's a fish that's kind of a junk fish. Like they're they're fishing for tuna, but they catch a bunch of these other things, and then they just, so they just grind them up and put them in fish sticks. What are they like an old shoe like you see in cartoons? <laughs> I, I think if you watch, because oddly enough, just the other day watched a documentary on the. Oh, of course you did <laughs> on the largest uh, boat fish processing plant on the ocean. 
So like they catch, you know, they catch a bunch of fish and they process them into fish sticks on the boat and then freeze them right away. So they're supposed to be like the best best fish sticks around. No, I don't believe that at all. They, so they turn them in, but but they also do like fine cuts. It's one of those things where they put out like a four mile net. You know what I'm talking about? Right. And then they just drag whatever they get, you know, old tires and everything else coming up off the bottom of the ocean, and they put it in the fish stick. No. Yeah, I've, I've seen it, man. I'm not buying that. Who's seen more documentaries, me or you? Lisa just texted, my 23-year-old will request fish sticks and mac and cheese yes. a couple times a month. Congratulations, you have Kelly Jordan as a child. That's, For, that's, that's, a, that's my next birthday meal. <laughs> oh, that's the Kelly Jordan Christmas meal right there. Uh, I eat fish sticks all the time. Mark says it's a good and easy meal. Saver, absolutely I do. I don't know what's wrong with it, to be honest with you. Like what is what is wrong with eating a fish stick? The fact that you're eating it with your fingers, I don't know if that's that's the line of demarcation. There's other there's other things that you enjoy from childhood. We both talked about the cheaper the mac and cheese, the better, right? I'm with you. Uh, but you don't eat that with your hands. No. At least you shouldn't unless you're into an agent. I do the next day, if it's cold and I pull it out of the refrigerator, I'll just stick a hand in it and start eating it. Gross. Uh, it is gross. But I, only if I'm going to finish it. Not if I'm going to put it back in the fridge nope. for my family. Nope, nope, nope. Gross. No, if it's, if it's nice and cold and dry, just eat it with your hands because it comes out in big clumps. Eat it like an apple. I have never thought less of you, which is quite an accomplishment, to be quite honest with you. Oh, I can go lower than this. <laughs> you have no de- idea the depths of my depravity. No, but no, sometimes I'll do that. But uh, chicken nuggets, don't you still enjoy a good chicken nugget? I mean... Yes. Pizza rolls, dude. You literally eat the... But that's a snack. That's not a meal. No one sits down and has a meal I of beg, pizza rolls. I beg to differ, sir. I've had a meal of pizza rolls before. <laughs> I'm Not recently. There are times where I just forget how poor you were at some point in time. <laughs> no, I'm saying that. But all these childhood things, it's nice to go back. It's like it's like wrapping yourself in a warm blanket in these cold winter months. Because uh, my wife and I had dinner. We had a very nice tilapia dinner. And the kids had fish sticks. And the entire meal, I'm looking over. I'm going to take one, and I, I just I want boom, those. I take one of Murphy's fish sticks, and of course, you, oh, Dad, I'm like, hey, shh. I'll tell shut you it. that the tilapia that you and I eat probably isn't much better than those fish sticks. Watch yourself, because they're all they're all farm raised. And I remember somebody telling me this that it's, I knew a guy who had a tilapia farm. For God's sake, of course you did. No, he you was were like the Forrest Gump of the most pointless things ever. I have met. Uh, you have been on Willie Nelson's farm without <laughs> Willie Nelson. You met Willie Nelson, but didn't take a picture. No, and I now you knew a, a guy who had a tilapia farm. This guy, he was a retired Austin, Texas police officer, moved out to the country. Started a tilapia farm and then hosted a morning radio show on the talk station. His name was uh, Sergeant Sam. They called him. <laughs> okay, that's just. I'm just saying he had a tilapia. Was he friends with Captain Kangaroo. <laughs> no, he just he had a tilapia farm. He said that farm raised tilapia eats a lot of poop. Isn't that all fish? I don't know. We have a coworker here who won't eat anything from water because they swim in their own poop. She says. In the ocean, fine. She says it all smells like a crotch, too, which is kind of on on that one. That's fine. But in the ocean, you, they can separate themselves from the poop and the pee a little bit. A farm-raised tilapia is just in it. It's just eh. there. So what? all I'm but saying is... But you eat a pig, won't you? Absolutely. And I'll eat farm-raised tilapia. I don't care. Dude, I'll, I eat mac and cheese with my hands. That's true. I don't. The standards in my house are run fast and loose. Uh, Nico texts in, I'll grab a fist full of cold mac and cheese from the fridge, too. Thank you, Nico. Congratulations, Nico. (laughs)
You too are a monster. You know what I love to do also is like maybe grab some barbecue seasoning or something and sprinkle it on the cold mac and cheese and then eat it with my hand. You know what? No wonder your wife is always upset with your food choices. Why? Because you're walking around dropping mac and cheese all over the place. <laughs> no, I eat it over the sink. Like Sprinkling a re- salt all over the place. I eat it over the sink like a true degenerate. Jesse texts in, hey, I'm all for microwave pizza rolls. Hashtag team pizza roll, but not for fish sticks. Come yeah. on, Jesse. Well, you, no, you can't microwave fish sticks, I think is what Jesse said. That's saying. disgusting. Yeah, no, that, that's that, an oven. Your house will stink for weeks. You can microwave some chicken nuggets. Like, I'll get on board with that. Yeah, they a little spongy. I don't know. So are your, so are your pizza rolls, though. Trust tree here? Always, brother. If I'm making chicken nuggets for my kids... Microwave? They're getting microwave. Ah, the boy, that's If I'm making blooded. chicken nuggets for me, it's oven. I, I'm air fryer on the chicken nuggets. I can do that, too, but you gotta they, pull that they off. Cook, shut Kelly's mic off. That's just nasty. What, yeah. what did I say that was nasty? What haven't you said that is nasty? <laughs> what did I say? Everything I've said has been 100% true. Well, that you're just digging your hand into people's foods. No, only if I'm not putting it back in the fridge. Who cares? That tilapia is swimming around in Why dirty a fork? fecal matter. The Lord gave me five-pronged fork right here, right in the mac and cheese. So what won't you eat with your hands? I, I don't know. Put something in front. Water? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Things that I can't. <laughs> I, if you were hungry enough, would you eat a mashed potato with your hand? Yeah. I'd grab a hunk. I'd grab a hunk. I mean, I don't do it. I'm just saying like cold mac and cheese, you can grab hunks of it. It, it congeals. I didn't think I had much respect for you. Whatever I had, right down the crap. Why? From the guy who microwaves his pizza rolls, all of a sudden, I'm the one who's put on trial here. I'm just saying. I, I Okay. You By the way, I'm telling you, so I you don't have to live my lifestyle. It seems as if not many people are still eating fish sticks on a routine basis. But I think it's maybe like your teen years where you you go from like 13, right? You go to the triangle fish. Well, work them back into work them back into rotation. Uh, my son requested fish sticks the other day, so I had a couple. I was like, these are darn delicious. Right now, of course, you go with tartar sauce, right? No, I put them on a salad. Actually, <laughs> I put them on a Caesar salad. So fish sticks. Fish sticks on a oh, Caesar I some, salad? I needed some protein. You know that Caesar dressing has uh, fish in it. Sardines. Right. So what's the difference? But I don't think that's the like the Caesar dressing like on the shelf. I think like if you go to like a restaurant that has Maybe. like real Caesar. Probably. Either way. Yeah. Either way, I added my own fish. Sardines, I'm 100% out on though. I like sardines. I can't eat anything with the eyes still attached. I, I don't like the smell. When I worked at a pizza place, there used to be a guy who would come in and get sardines on his pizza. It would stink to high heaven. When we would cook them, but I'll be darned if they weren't delicious on there. Real, I think because it just tastes like salt. Right? Yeah, because I like yeah, they're super salty. That's why. That's what, the, the flavor was probably a bit off, but mm. saltiness was good. Uh, Kelly's got seventy five points on the trash flash scale. <laughs> Fine, <laughs> gee, Shane uh, Kelly has to stop. What am I saying? I don't know what. I, nothing I'm saying is controversial. Dude, you literally saying you're just going around eating with your hands. It's in my own home. I'm not at a restaurant grabbing food off of somebody else's table with my bare hands. Yet. <laughs> at some point in time, when you get older, you're just not you're gonna stop caring. You're gonna finish that? Here's your bop. Like, oh <laughs> Pop Pop's eating off my plate again. That reminds me of like working in a restaurant as a busboy and like grabbing someone's plate and they had barely touched it and thinking like, man, this looks barely touched and delicious. I, I never, I never crossed over. Or if you like, or if they would have like a, a breadstick that they never touched on the side, and you're just hungry from busting tables. Oh, <laughs> I think we can crack get up to 150 points. Let's do. I will tell you, there was one time. Let's do history. <laughs> I always do dad taxes. Like if ever I have to open anything for my kids yeah. when it comes to food, boom, I get a bite. Dad tax. Just teaching them the ways of the world. 
Yeah. That the government will always take a little bit of yours, no matter what it is. I will never forget. There was a day I made what could be the best looking mac and cheese or uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwich of all time. Right. It looked phenomenal. White bread, the whole thing. And my dad just walked by, picked it up, took a gigantic bite out of it. I couldn't eat it. Like it has like teeth marks yeah. and everything in it. I've always said I can share food if it's like with a utensil. But if you have to take a bite out of something and your plaque rubs against my food, nah, we're done. We're done here. I, I, t- seriously, I'm sitting here. This was probably 25 years ago. I was hoping he just took the whole thing and ate it. Just took a giant bite and he's like, that's pretty good. And I was like, dude, how? Like I had a glass of milk there and everything. I, this is, this is tainted. Your Nintendo joystick under your arm. And at that moment, I realized whenever I have a kid, I'm going to take a bite out of everything that they have. That's a dad tax. <laughs> Did he even stop or he just kept walking? Just walked through the kitchen, picked it up, boom, walked off. Like, oh, that's good. I'm like, yeah. I, who the hell knows? That's a power move, right? They threw that's it in a, the trash. That's a power move. All right, come on. Let's do some history. Come on. I feel like people have the wrong opinion of me now. No, I think maybe they have the right opinion of you. All right. On this day in 1937, Snow White premiered in 1937. Now, I'm usually out on a lot of this stuff. Snow White, I'm in on. Well, it seems, I mean, it's so innocent. Right. I'm sure there was some political message that we weren't getting as kids that... Disney worked in there. I mean, it's maybe some slave labor kind of thing or child labor. I don't know. I mean, they had to make a living, didn't they? What, were they, though? Then why are, Why do nine of us have to live together or seven? <laughs> you know, can't we... Spr- well, you're so little. That's a fair you know, point, but can we all just kind of spring off and get our own place? <laughs> uh, on this day in 1970, Elvis Presley met with President Nixon. I learned very early in life that without a song, the day would never end. Without a song, a man ain't got a friend. Without, without a song, the world would never bend. Without a song. So I keep singing a song. Good night. To discuss fighting drugs. Oh, yikes. I don't know, fighting them from what? Yeah. Uh, I guess so he could have more. And look, I'm a huge Elvis fan. But even in that speech right there, you can tell he's on he's on planet a different one. Yeah, he was on one on that one. <laughs> yeah. On this day in 2019... Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You goes to number one for the first time in America in 25 years since it was released in 1994. That song came out in 1994? Yeah. Jeez. But it took until then. And I think that's because more and more stations started doing the whole Christmas music thing. So I think that, you know. Maybe? It it brought her back, you know. But yeah, man. And now it goes number one every year. It's the first song ever to go number one four years in a row. Ready for my prediction? Because it's incredibly upbeat. Right. It's incredibly upbeat. Try and be in a bad mood when that song is in. A lot of the Christmas music is a lot slower and everything, which well, we is heard fine. That, we heard that Willie Nelson I played earlier. That was that, a turd. It was a turd. But, you know, I like the upbeat stuff. It, it's a good one. Uh, and then, let's see. Happy birthday today. Ray Romano. It's his birthday today. But how does that happen? Twins don't run in our family. I'll, I'll bet it's because I switched to boxers. <laughs> I always liked Everybody Loves Raymond, man. That was a good show. It was one I never got into. Yeah. I never I, got to watch him. I thought it was hilarious, but do you know how old Ray Romano is today? He's got to be up to 62. Ah, you're a little bit low, actually. He is the ripe old age of 65. I've never seen him do stand-up comedy. 
He's all right. He's decent, I okay. think. Uh, he's very clean, which, I, you know, that's hard to do. You know, True. It's hard, like Jerry Seinfeld, you know, mm-hmm. very clean. Uh, but anyway, uh, and then uh, also celebrating a birthday today. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord. When I lay my vengeance upon thee. I love that scene from that movie. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson, it's his birthday today. Surprised you got a scene out of that movie longer than eight seconds without well, a swear word. He was quoting the Bible, so I thought I was pretty safe on that one. Hopefully. Uh, I like Sammy. Yeah. Samuel. I didn't know he was this old, to be honest with you. What movie did he get his start in? I don't know. I mean, I know he start, He was on Pee Wee's Playhouse. So I know he got his start as a cowboy on Pee Wee's Playhouse. His first, and somebody correct me if I'm wrong, his first movie role was in Coming to America. He, oh, robs he played the criminal the McDowell, and he was like 42 when he filmed that or something. Yeah, which makes me. It always, whenever I hear about someone getting a late start, it always gives me hope that I may make it one day. Sammy is got to be 73. Oh, you're close, man. You're only one year off. Sammy is the ripe old age of 74 today. He's really good in the uh, uh, Marvel stuff, too. Yeah. He plays I, a really good Nick Fury. I thought he was good in Unbreakable. That was a good one it's, as Mr. Glass. Tough to find him not be good in something. Yeah, he is really good. And he got a late start, man. Good for All him. All that life experience made him a good actor. Uh, of course, if it's your birthday today, we want to wish you a happy birthday. I saw someone text in to wish someone happy birthday. Uh, please wish Jesse a happy birthday if you have time. She's 46 today. Oh, uh, of course, that's Jesse and Ray. We love them. Oh, yeah, love those guys. Came out to the Kellywood Christmas party. Yeah, so happy birthday, Jesse. Happy 46. They gave me four scratchers. Yeah. Had a one in three chance of winning. I lost all of them. <laughs> you know they, I'm not blaming them, by the way. You know what they gave me? A bottle of Elvis whiskey. I saw that. Yeah, like I don't. I, That's it, classy. It, what, what, what a nice gift! And now it's like, do I drink that or do I just display it? No, you put that in your basement. I drink the cheap stuff. You put that in your basement. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you guys very much, and happy birthday! A very happy Absolutely. birthday to you. Absolutely. Uh, we have what's trending on the way next. This is interesting. Tyler Hubbard is addressing his solo career and how it makes him feel. I got that story coming up for you next. Have you heard this story about the Kansas City Chiefs fan? No. I'm going to give you this story. This is border more than trash flash. It's obscene. All right. It's hilarious, though. All right. We will get in. Oh, Lawrence Fishburne was on Pee Wee's Playhouse, not Samuel L. Jackson. Now, I think Samuel L. Jackson was on there, too. Lawrence Fishburne was on there. Hold on. Samuel L. Jackson. Well, I got to get this right. L. Jackson. Uh-huh. Pee Wee's Playhouse. Uh, Jesse Texan, I've had hunks of cold mac and cheese. But I've eaten it without a fork. Nothing wrong with that. So there you go. Other people backing you up. Yeah, that's that's Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. You're one hundred percent right on that. Uh this this other people ask, is Lawrence Fishburne Samuel L. Jackson? See, it's <laughs> you know, why don't you just get off Google and play a song or something, <laughs> right?